You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. For an afternoon of Blue Raider baseball, Dick Palmer along with John Callow as we start our 16th year. John covering uh, Blue Raider baseball, and uh, where's the time gone? <laughs> we were, uh, I, I was thinking about that the other night, and we're getting back to the point where we could expect to see some sons of those guys that we covered 16 years ago starting to show up in another year. Or two. Don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Middle Tennessee will take on the Lipscomb Bisons today as the Raiders will play their. Uh, only home game in the first 17, I think. One home game and 17 on the road to start the season. This being the one home game, so you need to uh, make hay while the sun shines. And it is shining Boy, today. Uh, weather could not be better. What a contrast to a week ago uh, up in Nashville. Last week uh, it was 34 at game time. Today right at 70. So sun's shining. Uh, day is great. Raiders under fourth-year Coach Jim Tolman are three and five. They've won their last two games. Lipscomb under 16th year head coach Jeff Forehand, three and three. They've dropped two in a row. And we'll uh, talk with Coach Tolman in just a moment, get his thoughts on this opening game. Raiders in the familiar first base dugout with their home whites on right now. It's Lipscomb coming in for the first uh, meeting between the two since the 2020 campaign. We'll take a break. Back with the head coach of the Raiders after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm and Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Home opener, Coach. Things are always a little bit crazy for the first game, but one thing for sure, we got great weather. Yeah, it's great to see this weather. Last week we were playing when it was snowing, but uh, it's probably, what, 60, 65 degrees today and sunny, perfectly blue skies, and uh, couldn't get any better weather than this. The guys are excited to play in front of our fans and we actually have more than 10%, so hopefully we'll get a good crowd in here and get a dub for, for the Blue Raiders. And after today, it's back on the road again, but it's always great to play on your home field. Yeah, the guys are excited to play. You know, we got 20 other games here, but uh, the first one's all special. Uh, there's, there's no pro o- opener right now with the lockout, so maybe the fans will come out here and uh, we'll pack this place in and get a win. But uh, couldn't ask for a better day. All right, Coach, best of luck today. Appreciate it. The Raider head coach, Jim Tillman, with his uh, pregame comments here as we celebrate opening day for MTSU baseball at home. Back with more on the Blue Raider Network. Starting lineups next from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. 
Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into our countdown to first pitch, Middle Tennessee and Lipscomb today from Reese Smith Field on a sunny 68 degree Tuesday afternoon. Time for the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of our 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. John, how about those lineups? Well, for the uh, visiting uh, Lipscomb Bisons, leading off will be the catcher, Chaz Bertolani. Batting second in center field, Maddox Houghton. Third baseman, uh, Trace Wilhoyt, will be batting third. And in the cleanup spot, the first baseman, Malik Williams. Batting fifth, left fielder Rudy Maxwell. Batting sixth, uh, right fielder John Shield. Lilo Poxia, the de- designated hitter, will hit seventh. Batting uh, eighth, uh, the uh, second baseman Ethan Stamp. And in the nine hole, the shortstop Caleb Ketchup on the mound will be Michael. Dunkelberger, a left-handed pitcher. For the Blue Raiders, leading off a few changes here uh, for Coach Toman. Leading off will be the shortstop, Fausto Lopez. Batting second, first baseman, Wyatt Morgan. Batting third, third baseman, Brett Coker. And in the cleanup spot, the designated hitter, Jackson Galloway. J.T. Mabry, the second baseman, bats fifth. Mason Spears, the catcher, bats sixth. In the seven hole, Nathan Sanders in left field. Right fielder, Brian Dillingham, hits eighth. And the center fielder, Luke Vinson, will uh, hit in that nine hole and play center field. On the mound will be left-hander, Trent Siebert. That, uh, those are the lineups. Brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. We're about uh, ready for... Our national anthem will let you uh, listen to that as we get ready for Blue Raider baseball, the Raiders, and the Lipscomb Bisons today from nearby Nashville, Tennessee. Lipscomb coming in at 3-3, three and three, while the Blue Raiders are 3-5, and five, have won their last two games as Lipscomb dropped uh, two in a row after some early success on their home field. It's Lipscomb's first game away from home. 
It's Middle Tennessee's first game at home, so it's a it's an opening uh, of some sorts for both teams. Well, you know today. what's impressive to me, Dick, is the way these uh, Raiders have started this season. They have not been at home. They've been on the road, but those last two wins were impressive. One was a one to nothing uh, complete game shutout, uh, and that was uh, what against Illinois. And then the second one was just a, a, a total blowout. Yeah, uh, the shutout was against Ball State. There you and go. The, and it was uh, Illinois, the blowout. Right. Uh, 17 to 10. Boy, the wind must have been blowing out that day, huh? Must have been. <laughs> and for uh, Lipscomb, they opened the season against Akron and won two out of three. Had a game canceled against Western Kentucky because of weather. Defeated Bradley and then lost two at home to Pittsburgh. So they are three and three on the year. Was that cancellation last Tuesday? Thursday, I believe. Oh, okay. You wanted, to, you wanted them to play if, uh, if we had to play in the cold. Huh? That's right. That's right. Nobody should have been playing last Tuesday, let me tell you. Fans still coming in here as we yeah. await the playing of the national anthem, which will signal that it's time, time to play ball. And we'll take you down to the field now for our national anthem. And those who protect it, please remove your hats and rise as one nation for the singing of our national anthem by the MTSU Women's and Men's Chorales Alumni. Oh, can you Anthem prior to first pitch, which will be coming up very shortly here at Reese Smithfield. Glad to have you along for our home opener as Middle Tennessee and the Lipscomb Bisons will square off here today. Our umpiring crew, Matthew Barrett, will be calling the balls and strikes. Michael Thomas at first base and Ben Wood at second base. The Raiders defensively here in the top of the first inning will have Brett Coker at third, Pastor Lopez at short, JT Mabry at second base, and Wyatt Morgan at first. Uh, most of those names should be familiar to you. They were all here and were starters last year. Nathan Sanders will be in left, Luke Benson in center, Brian Dillingham in right, Mason Spears will do the catching and on the mound, the left-hander Trent Siebert. Trent Siebert making his third appearance uh, uh, 
Both of those have been in relief. He's thrown four innings, given up eight hits, seven runs, six of them earned, walked one, five strikeouts, 0-2 record, and a 13.50 ERA. We know that Trent Siebert is better than a 13.50 ERA. Yeah, we've seen him pitch uh, some gems last year. He and David Zaz combined for a one-hit shutout in a game last year, and he also pitched seven scoreless against that uh, strong-hitting Southern Mississippi team down in Hattiesburg. That was that one-hitter was against UAB in April of last year, and. Uh, Southern Miss, seven and two-thirds scoreless innings with seven strikeouts. He also, last year during one stretch, went 17 and a third consecutive innings without giving up an earned run. So we're expecting to uh, see Trent get back to that form. He is a senior transfer from Charleston Southern. Well, I think back uh, a week ago, he uh, was the second, uh, first man out of the pen last week uh, up at Belmont. And he was the only one of, uh, what was it, five, uh, yeah, uh, blue, the only one of five Blue Raider pitchers who did not walk a man, had uh, one bad inning. Uh, that was the fourth inning, gave up three runs on four hits in that inning. And Thinking back, uh, looking in my book, you know, not a one of them was more than a single. They weren't hitting him hard. They were just finding the, uh, the holes. And uh, you know, so you, I know it's it's a shame that the stats count in such adverse conditions, but they do. And uh, so Trent's on the mound now, and uh, he'll do better. So you and Chip had a uh, had a great time. Oh, it was wonderful. You know, I used to, uh, folks ask me, what does a uh, color analyst do? And I always say, well, I'm the guy that says, well, Dick, it may be 47 degrees out there and the wind is blowing straight in from center field and it's overcast. Looks like it might snow, but it's a great day for baseball. <laughs> well, yeah. last week it was 34 and all the rest of that was true and it was not a great day for baseball. So, Seaver taking his warm tosses with his catcher, Mason Spears. And we'll see what the left-hander has in store for us today. Native of North Carolina, Trent is going to—he is not going to overpower you. He will throw in the mid-80s. He's got a very good breaking ball, and when that uh, pitch is working, it's—it uh, plays uh, havoc with opposing hitters. We'll see how it's going to work out today. Well, that was one of the problems a week ago. Um, Nobody was having success with a breaking ball. Breaking ball is a, it's a feel pitch. You've got to be able to uh, feel your, your fingers on that baseball. And uh, when it's 34 degrees and on its way down, as it was. Your fingers are numb. Huh? Uh, you don't feel much except pain. Seabrook finishing up his warm-up tosses. Our starting... Uh, our first pitch time is going to be a little bit later. There were some uh, opening ceremonies uh, down on the field, and now we're set to go. Park looks good. The grass still is still greening up. There's a few uh, splotches out there that will be green by probably the next home game, which is going to be two weeks from now. Here is Chaz Bertolani. He is the catcher. 
And he's leading off for the Lipscomb Bison. They're in their gray uniforms, trimmed in maroon. First pitch is a fastball strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one to Bertolani. He's hitting 385. No extra base hits, but three runs batted in. Next pitch comes inside for a ball, and it's one ball and one strike. I'd like to thank uh, my friend Bob Jamison for a great job in the first eight games of the season, all on the road. And he'll be back with you tomorrow. There's a swing and a miss. Strike two to Bertolani. The game tomorrow will be in Chattanooga against Western Carolina. And it will be a live stream broadcast. It will not be on radio. Where pitch, are they playing? Do we know? Pitch where? high and outside. I think they're playing at Engel Stadium. Uh, oh, that's a great old ball. Yeah, ball. I believe they are. Two balls, two strikes the count to Bertolani. He'll be followed by Houghton and Will Hoyt. The pitch. Outside ball three. Aren't many ballparks left in this country that have the kind of history as that Engel Stadium has. Full count, three and two on the leadoff batter, Bertolani. Siebert delivers and struck him out swinging with a high fastball. Can't strike them all out unless you get that first one, John. (laughs) One out in the first inning. Siebert came in with a high fastball and got Bertolani swinging. Maddox Houghton. The center fielder stands in, a right-handed batter, hitting 350 and including two doubles on a home run. Houghton takes the pitch low for ball one. Mason Spears behind the plate. Did a lot of the catching last year for the Blue Raiders. Infield almost intact from a year ago. Swing and a miss. The count goes to one and one on Houghton with Coker and Lopez on the left side and J.T. Mabry at second base. Those three were starters in practically every game at those positions last year. Newcomer Wyatt Morgan's playing first. Shortened up and showed bunt, but took the pitch for ball two. That ball was up. That would have been a tough pitch to, even if he had not pulled the bat back, if he had tried to bunt. That's when you just pop up. Two balls and a strike. Siebert delivers and the ball hit into right center field. Vincent on the run. He's going to get there and makes the catch in right center field for out number two. Houghton got the bat on it. Vincent had a bead on it. Two outs here in the top of the first inning. Trace Wilhoyt. He is the third baseman for the Bisons and hitting 190, does have a home run this season. Big tall right-handed batter against the left-hander Trent Siebert. Pitch outside ball one. Will Hoyt listed at 6'3", 200 pounds out of Georgetown, Kentucky. The pitch, it's up high for ball two and it's two and oh. Outfield pretty much straight away as the pitch is outside for ball three. And he's behind Will Hoyt. Three balls, no strikes. 
Will Hoyt as a freshman in the starting lineup for the Bisons. The pitch. That one caught the corner. Three and one. For those of you not familiar with Reese Smith Field, it's 330 down each line. 395 to straightaway center. Swing and a miss. Strike two. I think he got a piece of that. And in left center and right center, 365. The scoreboard is in right center field at the 365 mark. Full count, three and two. The pitch is swung out and missed, struck him out. Came back from a 3-0 count to get Will Hoyt on strikes. Nothing across in the top of the first inning. Two strikeouts for Siebert in that inning. As we go to the bottom of the first inning, Lipscomb, nothing, and Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis and Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis and Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis and Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Dick Glover, John Callow with you for the Raiders' home opener. As the Lipscomb Bisons take the field defensively, they'll have Will Hoyt at third, Ketchup at short, Stamps at second, Williams at first, Maxwell, Houghton, and Shields left to right in the outfield. Bertolani, the catcher, and on the mound is the left-hander, Michael Dunkelberger. Dunkelberger has uh, one appearance. It was in relief. Through one inning, gave up uh, three runs, all earned on three hits, a walk, and two strikeouts. And when you give up uh, three runs, all earned in one inning, that means you have a 27 ERA. So we'll see how long that lasts. Six feet, 215, out of South Bend, Indiana. He is a sophomore. And as John said, making just his second appearance of the season. He'll face Fausto Lopez, Wyatt Morgan, and Brett Coker in the Blue Raider first inning. And here's Fausto hitting a solid 393 in the team's first eight games. And Dunkelberger with the first pitch is swung on and fouled out of play to the right. Lopez, after that first pitch, he has three doubles, two home runs, and six runs batted in. Asking uh, home plate umpire Matthew Barrett, was that a strike? Uh, And outside, that one wasn't. Uh, I guess that first one was a strike since he swung at it, but uh, it looked, uh, looked high to me. One ball and one strike to Lopez. Nice crowd out here enjoying the sunshine on a 68 degree day. Ball hit into right center field. 
Houghton, the center fielder, moving over. And he's got it for out number one. Almost exactly the same spot that Houghton's ball was hit in the first inning. And Houghton makes the catch there for Dunkelberger in the Raider first inning. One out. A lot of fans uh, off to our right, uh, Dick, over here in the sun. See folks in shorts, uh, short sleeves, a couple of folks in short pants. Here's Wyatt Morgan, the first baseman. Swing and a bouncing foul. First base coach Forrest Arnold makes a nice pickup on it, tosses it back to the dugout. Wyatt Morgan coming in uh, out of Kansas, Johnson, uh, Johnson County Community College, 5'11", 205, swings from the left side. It's this one down the right field line in foul territory. Right fielder made a nice effort, but couldn't catch up with that ball, which was uh, bouncing off the bullpen fence down there. He got within a couple of feet. He went a long, long way. So two strikes on Morgan with one out. Bottom of the first inning, no score. I thought that was going to get into the bullpen. That right fielder out there is Shields, and he is playing very deep, but he will come in now as Morgan takes a call third strike. Worked a pitch over the outside corner. And Wyatt caught looking. So Dunkelberger with his first strikeout. Two up, two down in the first inning. The batter is Brett Coker. Raider third baseman. And Dunkelberger's pitch in there at the letters for a call strike. 226 for Coker in the early going. A double, two home runs. He's driven in four. And the pitch is taken for strike two. So the lefty is quickly ahead, 0-2 in the count. Dunkelberger with the pitch. Swung on, hit right back up the middle and almost undressed the pitcher with that one. That was a shot right over the pitcher's mound. Might have caught Dunkelberger's uniform going by. It, uh, it was, a, a, as you say, a shot. Uh, you know, how do you react to that? Uh, you try to get out of the way. Exactly. <laughs> That's the first hit of this game. Brett Coker's on at first base with two outs and the batter, Jackson Galloway. Jackson, another one of our newcomers, hitting 318. Bats from the right side. He's in the DH spot today and swings at the first pitch, doesn't get it, strike one. Played left field uh, last week at Belmont. Galloway listed at 6'2", 190. Bats from the right side. He's out of Kansas City and fouls this one off to the right out of play. And the count goes to nothing and two. Coker with a two-out single is the runner at first base. Dunkelberger checks and throws. Bouncing ball to third. Third baseman up with it and over to first as Will Hoyt throws out Galloway to end the Raider first inning. 
Play goes third to first for out number three. In the inning, no runs a hit. One runner left. And after one complete inning, Middle Tennessee and Lipscomb are scoreless from Reese Smith Field on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. In the bottom of the first for your Blue Raiders, no runs on one hit, no errors, one runner left on pace. Okay, fans, it's time to test your office knowledge with trivia. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the top half of inning number two in a scoreless game. Trent Siebert on the mound for the Raiders. Retired the side in order in the first inning. He'll face Williams, Maxwell, and Shields for Lipscomb here in inning number two. Malik Williams, the first baseman. Stands in there at 3.04. He's a big kid. He is 6'4", 230 out of Toronto, Canada. Check swing, the pitch is low, four ball one. Has hit three home runs this season and driven in 11. He leads Lipscomb in both of those categories. Swing and a bouncing ball to Lopez at short. One big hop, throw to first in time. And that is out number one as Williams bounces out short to first. Seward looking uh, good so far. Four in a row retired by the left-hander. And this is Rudy Maxwell, the left fielder. He's a fifth-year senior grad student, 250. Average has a couple of doubles and a home run in Lipscomb's first six games. And swings at the first pitch and fouls it into the screen. Strike one. Maxwell will be followed by Shields. Outfield playing just about straight away as Siebert ahead in the count, 0-1. Delivers inside, and the count goes to one ball and one strike. As we mentioned in the pregame, Trent is not going to blow you away. He's He's got mid-80s speed and a good breaking ball, and this pitch fouled out of play. Had him reaching. The count is one and two. Maxwell, a right-handed batter. This is a predominantly right-handed hitting lineup. In fact, they only have one left-handed hitter in the lineup. He's waiting to hit next. Ball hit in the air to center. Benson back a couple of steps, settling under it. 
And he's got it for out number two. Two up, two down in inning number two. And the batter, John Shields, will stand in there from the left side. He's hitting 273. Shields is a senior playing right field. Has a double and a home run this season. And the only left-handed hitter in their starting lineup. Seward's pitch, bunted, and that one is going to drop foul. Roll over by the Lipscomb on deck circle. That is strike one on Shields. Trying to bunt his way on, get something started here in the second inning. I think he just doesn't want to be facing that left-hander. Seabert has retired the first five hitters he's faced. Pitch, a strike on the outside corner, and it goes to 0-2. Now, do you get him to try and uh, bite on something outside and low? No, he hit, hit him oh, instead. Wow. <laughs> well, Mason Spears was set up outside, and that baseball just didn't go where it was supposed to go. So that is our first base runner for Lipscomb. As Shields hit by a pitch is down at first base, and the batter will be Lilo Paxia, right-handed hitter. His first, uh, I think this is his first appearance of the season. Throw to first and the runner back. Runner had a decent lead over there and Seabrook forced him back. Paxio has been in one game but has not had an, at -bat, an official at bat. He's a right-handed hitter. And is the DH. 5'11", 245. Swing and a foul back. Kind of built like a catcher, wouldn't you say? I'd say uh, yes. <laughs> One strike to count to Puxia. They've got him listed on the roster as a utility player. Siebert throws to first again and the runner back. Morgan had to make a stab at that throw off to the outfield side of the bag. One strike to count to Paxia. Runner goes, the pitch is low and the runner will be safe. Ball skipped past. Uh, Mabry who was covering second but backed up nicely by Fausto Lopez. So that'll be a stolen base for Spe Shields. Spears had a little trouble handling that pitch, making that uh, transfer. Shields with his third steal of the season is at second base now. And a 1-1 pitch is fouled to the screen. One and two. Well, Seabird had uh, Shields set up uh, with two strikes. Now he's got Paxi and let's come back and get the strike out. Runner Pitch going. Pitch is swung on and missed and that will end the inning. The runner was going but to no avail as Paxia strikes out to retire the side and in the second inning for Lipscomb no runs, no hits. One man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Lipscomb nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing. You're listening to Blue Raider Bass Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Goes down to second. We're set to go in the second inning for the Raiders. JT Mabry will lead off, followed by Spears and Nathan Sanders. Raiders had a base hit, but left that runner stranded in the bottom of the first inning. JT Mabry off to a little bit of a slow start, 194. He does have four doubles on the season. That's from the right side, and Dunkelberger's first pitch is high for ball one. Last week at uh, Belmont, went 0 for 3 in the leadoff spot. The pitch is swung on, grounded foul down the third base side. Jordan Getzelman coaching third for the Raiders. Forrest Arnold down at first base. Coach Getzelman, new to the staff this season, along with pitching coach Jerry Myers. Pitch to JT is fouled again, same spot. Count will go to one ball and two strikes. Out in front. Outfield just about straight away. And the one-two pitch is Hit off his fist foul, back and out of play. Not only are they straight away, they're, uh, they're pretty deep, Dick. Their outfielders were playing deep in the first inning. We, we told you about the right fielder playing back near the warning track. This pitch hit high in the air. Shortstop just a step on the outfield grass or maybe one step on the infield dirt made the catch over there behind third base. Four out number one. Mabry retired on a high pop fly to the shortstop for the first out. Catcher Mason Spears will stand in. Comes in hitting an even 500 with one home run. Four out of eight, a double a home run and four RBIs on the season. So he's been swinging a hot bat. Takes the first pitch high for ball one. Last week at Belmont, a couple of hits. uh, Two of the seven Blue Raider hits on Tuesday a week ago. Spirits hits this one in the air into shallow right field. The right field coming on a long run. And that is Shields who makes the catch for out number two. That second baseman was moving back, but uh, Shields made the call on it. 
caught it running full speed toward the infield. Well, and, and that's particularly impressive given how deep he's been playing. Here's Nathan Sanders, the Raiders left fielder. That's him from the left side and looks at a pitch low in the dirt outside for ball one. Wouldn't have been unusual to see the second baseman make that play. Sanders hitting 111 on the season. There's a pitch that got by the catcher all the way to the backstop, but it's two balls and no strikes. Would have liked to have had a runner on base. Sanders has started four games for the Raiders. He's one out of nine. That one hit, however, was a home run. There's a strike called, and the count goes to two and one on Sanders. Two outs, bottom of the second inning, no score in the game. Dunkelberger's pitch swung out and missed. Count levels out at two balls and two strikes. Game time temperature 68 degrees today. Ball hit sharply to second, one hop. Second baseman has it over to first as Stamps will throw out Sanders for out number three. So that's all for the Raiders in the, in the second the inning. They go down three up, three down. We've completed two full innings at Reese Smith Field, Middle Tennessee nothing, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We move to the third inning in a scoreless game. Left-hander Trent Siebert has allowed only one base runner. That was Shields, who was hit by a pitch in the second inning. Had him set up to, uh, for the strikeout. The only left-handed hitter in their lineup. And now he, Siebert will face Stamps, the second baseman, Ketchup, the shortstop, and back to the top of the order for the catcher, Bertolani. Ethan Stamps, sophomore, second baseman, 250 on the season for him. That's from the right side. Siebert's first pitch is inside, ball one. Stamps out of the box, takes a stroll around the batter's box. And went all the way around to the left-hand hitter's box and behind the umpire and back in. Check swing and a strike called as Siebert came in with a good fastball. One ball and one strike. 
top of inning number three. No score in the game. And a ball driven past Mabry into center field for a base hit. So that is the first hit allowed by Siebert. Stamps with a solid single to center. Is on at first base with nobody out, and the batter is the shortstop, Ketchup. Caleb Ketchup. Spelled just like you see it on the Heinz bottle with a K. Stamps the runner at first. Has a short lead, and the pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Ketchup batting 188 but he does lead their team in stolen bases. He's not in position to steal one now, but he'd like to move that runner up with nobody out. One uh, strike to count. Key, I guess, to catch up is uh, keep him off the bases. He bunts, and it'll be Coker to handle it. Play to first is in time, and sacrifice works. He'll move that runner down to second base. Play will go third to first for out number one and credit Ketchup with a sacrifice hit. That was a good bunt. So Stamps in scoring position now with one out and the leadoff hitter Bertolani stands in. He struck out to open the game for Lipscomb in the first inning. Siebert checks the runner at second and delivers a ball just inside. One ball, no strikes to the Lipscomb catcher, Bertolani. Outfield is shadowed up quite a bit for him. And the pitch. High inside, ball two, two and oh. Siebert ran the count full before striking out Bertolani in the first inning. Shadows from Floyd Stadium starting to creep over the outfield. Left fielder Sanders is in the shadows. There's a strike over the outside corner and the count will go to two and one on Bertolani. Seeing a little bit of a pattern with uh, Siebert uh, that uh, pitch inside on the second pitch of each at bat. He's done that a lot this afternoon. And the pitch is a strike, same spot. Two balls and two strikes, caught that outside corner. Mabry is moved over a bit to his right and dancing back and forth to hold the runner close to second base. Two balls and two strikes to count. Almost up the middle, isn't he? Seaver checks and throws and struck him out swinging. Came in with a fastball low over the outside corner. That's second strikeout uh, for Bertolani, the catcher. And the fourth strikeout for Seaver. The batter is Houghton, the center fielder. Out and flied to center back in the first inning. He's 0 for 1. Right-handed batter came into the game hitting 350. Siebert delivers, just missed outside, ball one. 
Now let's see what he does on this second pitch. Does he come inside to him? Sanders back a few steps in left field, still in the shadows. And the pitch to the plate, off-speed pitch in for a strike. One and one. Change speeds on him, caught him looking. Yeah. I think they were expecting that uh, inside pitch. One ball and one strike. Two outs, a runner at second base here in the third, no score. And the pitch to the plate, checked his swing, took it high and inside, ball two. Two and one. Raiders are three and five, have won their last two. Uh, both coming on the same day. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and that is strike three. Well, it's not strike three. Strike two, uh, apparently. Hmm. I had to count two and two. So strike two. And now it's two and two. Oh, just missed. Went outside. Count will go full at three balls, two strikes. Spears tried to frame that ball, but uh, I think he had to bring it back just a little bit too noticeably. So now full count pitch. First base open here with two outs in the inning and a swing and a miss, struck him out. So I called it a little prematurely, but he's down on strikes. That is all in the third, no runs, a hit. One runner left. And Siebert now with five strikeouts in the game. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Lipscomb nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we move to the bottom of the third inning in a scoreless game for the Raiders. Brian Dillingham will lead it off, followed by Luke Benson, and then back to the top of the order, Fausto Lopez. Other games involving Conference USA teams today, Old Dominion, which is nationally ranked, by the way, in the top 25, will play at VCU, there's a bunt, and Dillingham might beat this one out. He will. Dillingham showed good speed down the line, and the second baseman bobbled the ball a little bit. 
I don't think he would have gotten him. I don't think so either, Dick. Good job. He got that uh, definitely button for a base hit, got the ball past the pitcher, but not far enough for the second baseman to come over and get him. And uh, Raiders have a runner on first base now. Now Benson will bat. Benson a good bunter. Hits from the left side. Third baseman is creeping in on the edge of the grass, thinking Luke might be thinking uh, bunt also throw to first, and Dillingham is back. Brian Dillingham making his first start of the season has bunted his way safely onto first base. And the pitch to Benson, and he bunts. Third baseman will play it to second, and a bad throw, but the shortstop held on. Yeah, that's that's going to get uh, Coach Toman out of the, the, the dugout. The throw was to the left field side of second base, and the shortstop catcher had to lunge. I thought he might have left the base. I, I, I don't disagree with you, Dick. I thought we uh, had a runner at second base. Instead, we got a fielder's choice. Well, Dillingham hasn't left yet, but I don't think they're going to change their opinion. Do you, John? Uh, that normally doesn't happen now. <laughs> and, and no instant replay on this. So Coach Tolman and the umpire, Michael Thomas, one on one side of the uh, foul line down the first base side and Coach Tolman on the, on the other side. They're not jaw to jaw. But now the discussion is over. Dillingham was called out. Third baseman to the shortstop covering for the first out. And Benson on the fielder's choice is at first base. So the Raiders still have speed on the bases, but now one out. And the batter is Fausto Lopez. Applied to center in his first at bat. I don't know if this is the first game Fausto has hit leadoff or not. He was normally our leadoff hitter all last year. The pitch yeah. low for ball one. I think and he'd been uh, batting down in the lineup earlier moved, in the season. Yeah, moved up to second last week at uh, Belmont. So Benson, the runner at first, he's a threat to steal. Good speed, there he goes. The pitch low and inside, no throw. Benson steals second base. That pitch was low inside in the dirt, and the catcher opted not to uh, throw down, giving Benson his second stolen base of the season. Two balls, no strikes now on Lopez. Time called, and we'll have a visit to the mound from the Lipscomb coaching staff. Other games in the league today. Charlotte is playing at Gardner-Webb. Marshall is at Eastern Kentucky. Western Kentucky playing at Kentucky in Lexington. Florida International is at South Florida. Florida Atlantic playing at Michigan. That is not at Michigan. <laughs> La Tech is playing at Nichols State tonight, and La Tech is also nationally ranked. La Tech and Old Dominion, two teams out of the conference in the top 25 in college baseball. So the count to Fausto Lopez, two balls, no strikes with Luke Vincent in scoring position 
at second base. Pasto takes it low, ball three. And it looks like uh, Rice has uh, made some commitments to bringing its program back to prominence. Three balls, no strikes. New uh, head coach. Former Houston Astro. It is indeed. The pitch, strike called, three and one. Jose Cruz Jr. is the new head coach at, uh, at Rice. Played at Rice. He was a teammate of Lance Berkman's at Rice. And then again with the Astros. Three balls and a strike. Benson leading at second base. And the pitch to the plate. Fisted down the right field line, but that's going to drop foul. The count will go to three and two. And isn't Lance Berkman in a, uh, doesn't he have a college yeah, coaching he, uh, job now? He does. He is at Houston Baptist. Yeah, that's right. Full count to Lopez, three and two with a runner at second. Duckelberger, the left-hander, delivers. Ball four is high. Raiders have two men on with one out. It's first walk of our ball game. And now Wyatt Morgan will stand in. Raider first baseman, that's from the left side, took a call third strike in the first inning. Wyatt Morgan, 5'11", 205, from Lenexa, Kansas. Played at Johnson County Community College a year ago. And the pitch to the lefty is drilled. First baseman has it on a big hop. Will make the play, and the runners will advance to second and third. First baseman Williams had just the one play and made it to retire Morgan. Runners move up. Lopez to second and Benson to third. With two outs, the batter is Brent Coker. He's singled up the middle in his first at bat in the first inning. If if uh, Malik uh, Williams doesn't get the high hop on that thing, that ball stays down. Ball smashed to short, ketchup has it. Over to first, and Williams, the first baseman, makes a nice play to hang on for out number three. So Coker swinging at that first pitch, grounds out short to first, and the Raiders come up empty in the third inning. No runs, one hit, and two men left on base. We've completed three full innings. Your totals for Lipscomb, no runs, one hit, and two men left on base with no errors. For Middle Tennessee, no runs, two hits, three men left on, also no errors in the game. Nothing to nothing as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we move to the fourth inning in a scoreless game. For Lipscomb, their three, four, and five hitters will be facing Trent Siebert here in the fourth. Will Hoyt, Williams, and Maxwell. Will Hoyt struck out in the first inning, right-handed better. Siebert's pitch swung on, popped up. The pitcher's coming over, the first baseman's coming over, the catcher's coming over, and Spears dropped it. Mason Spears, the catcher, had it pop out of his mitt. He was halfway between first and home and was out there in in no man's land. And it just... uh, Popped out of his mitt. That's a difficult play. You've it, played that position. I before. have, and that's uh, that may be the hardest play a catcher has to make. One strike. The count to Will Hoyt. So let's see if that plays uh, into the game. As this one is swung on and fouled back, and caroms off the press box down into the stands. And fans, that's a Zaxby's foul ball. Remember, you can exchange. So one of our fans will uh, return that baseball and get a valuable prize, John. A valuable Blue Raider prize. Two strikes to count. On Will Hoyt. Siebert's pitch just outside, ball one, one and two. It was a time in my life I'd rather have the the baseball than uh, the valuable prize. Yes. The baseball would have been the valuable prize. One and two, the count. Pitch low. Two and two. I'm missing a familiar voice from the stands today. I don't know if he's here or not. Do you ever have to play baseball with a baseball that was taped up with electrician's tape? Swung on. There's a ball popped down the right field line. Coming over is Dillingham. And just in foul territory, well, the umpire says he was fair. So we'll call that a fair ball fly out as Dillingham hauls it in. That's out number one in the fourth inning. So the dropped pop-up did not hurt. The first baseman, number 44, Malik Williams. Here's Malik Williams, the first baseman, grounded out in the second inning. This is a big guy. Pitch. Breaking ball in for a strike, nothing and one. Seward hasn't thrown many breaking balls, John. He's no. relied mostly on his fastball. And this one's in the dirt. Ball one, one and one to Williams. 304 hitter coming into the game, but three home runs, 11 runs batted in. And the pitch. Swung on, that one skied into very shallow center field. The second baseman, Mabry, is going to back up a few steps in the outfield and make the catch for out number two. 
Well, any one of three Blue Raiders could have caught that baseball because uh, Fausto Lopez was, what, three steps behind him, and Vincent was uh, not too much farther than that behind Fausto. Stayed up there a while. Two up, two down in the fourth. Here is Maxwell. He flied to center in the second inning and flies to center again, this time a little deeper. Benson back, still going back, and is going to have to play that one off the wall. Throw comes into second. Not in time. That will be a double for Rudy Maxwell. Jumped on that first pitch, hit it over Benson's head, almost straightaway center field. I was worried that it was going to be above that yellow line out there in center field. Off the big batter's eye. So with two outs, the batter is Shields, who was hit by a pitch back in the second inning. He was the first base runner for Lipscomb in the game. Bisons have a runner at second with two outs. We're scoreless in the top of the fourth inning. And Siebert's pitch is right in there for a call strike. That looked like a breaking ball. I want to say happy birthday today to our friend Chip Walters. Adding another one, as uh, we all do, <laughs> once a year. The pitch is a strike call. No balls and two strikes. I guess Chip's on his way with the men's team to Charlotte, where they will play the 49ers tomorrow night. Uh, they've been fun to watch this year, haven't they, Dick? Oh, you haven't outside. gotten to see them. No, I've only seen uh, just a handful of games because our women's team plays on the same night in conference games anyway. Lady Raiders will be at home against Charlotte, a big game tomorrow night at the Murphy Center at 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there. And we'll have the broadcast, of course, on the Blue Raider Network. Shields uh, called time, backed out, uh, re reassembled his batting gloves. Here's the one-two pitch, and he went around, or did he? They, oh. they ask, the home plate umpire asked the plate umpire, or oh, the plate umpire asked the uh, third base umpire, and the third base umpire said no. He didn't swing. Uh, Count goes two and two. Crowd thought that should have been uh, strike three. So Siebert with a 2-2 delivery and it is hit to left field. Sanders drifting over will make a running catch for out number three. Sanders moving toward the line and in a little bit. Caught that one, it was sliced off the bat of the left-handed hitter. So for the Bisons, no runs, a hit, and one man left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning in a scoreless game. Middle Tennessee nothing, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We move to the bottom of the fourth inning. No score in the game. Coach Toman has a little meeting outside the dugout between innings. Trying to spur his club on a little bit in this scoreless game. Galloway will lead it off in the fourth to be followed by Mabry and Spears. Jackson Galloway takes the first pitch low for ball one. Grounded out in the first inning. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Dunkelberger changed speeds on him. Had him way out in front. So the lefty delivers again and swing and a miss. Had a little mustard on that one. Yeah. One ball and two strikes. Got a tiny, tiny piece of that. We mentioned the fact that uh, Dunkelberger's had only one appearance for one inning this season. This pitch is inside. Two and two now to Galloway. But he has thrown well over the first three innings. Has allowed one walk and a couple of hits. There's a little pop foul back. That's going to be close to in the stands. I think it uh, might have gone down the staircase over there. Of course, this is the time of the year. One of those astronomical ERAs can uh, disappear in a hurry. He's got it down to, from 27 to 6.75. There's a ball hit to right field and hardly moving the right fielder. Backs up, makes the catch. That is Shields. That's a tough field to play this time of day, John. The Boy, the sun is right in his eyes. Looking right into the sun. Galloway flies to right for the first out. The batter is JT Mabry. JT popped out in the second inning, 0 for 1. Right-handed hitter. Backs away from the first pitch, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Swung on, popped up again. In the infield, third baseman making the call near the pitcher's mound. He'll take it for out number two. Now that's two pop-ups in this ball game for JT. Two up, two down in the fourth. The Witherspoons have just come in. <laughs> we are so glad to see them. Thank Miss Hannah for the nice little plate of uh, those little lemon things that she makes so well. First pitch is the ball low to Spears. One ball, no strikes. Mason flied to right back in the second inning. 
A swing and a miss, and the count goes to one and one. The pitch from Duckelberger is a strike called. One and two. Boy, he has been right around the plate all afternoon. One Had ball, two strikes. And a foul pass third. Count holes at one and two. To the Blue Raider catcher. We have another Blue Raider catcher having a birthday today, Michael Atkins. Remember Michael? I do. Wish him a happy birthday. Here's the one-two pitch. High for a ball. Two balls, two strikes. And the lefty delivers, swinging a foul. Uh, just Tap. barely got a piece of that. Rolling over toward the Lipscomb dugout. Count holding it two and two to Mason Spears, batting with the bases empty and two outs here in the fourth inning in a scoreless ball game. <clears throat> Swung on and driven foul down the left field line. Going over close to the Lipscomb bullpen. That ball got uh, out. I see a young person chasing that one down. Squeezed between the fence and the bushes. The 2-2 pitch again. Swung on, hit high in the air to right field. Shields back it up. And he will have room and makes the catch for out number three. Spears fouled off a bunch and finally succumbed on a fly ball to right. Nothing across in the fourth. As we have completed four full innings now at Reese Smith Field. Middle Tennessee, nothing. Lipscomb, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. That was scoreless through four innings. Each team with two hits in the game. As we go to the fifth, it will be for Lipscomb, bottom three in the order, Paxia, Stamps, and Ketchup. At the play, number 32, Paxia. You know who Paxia reminds me of? Remember John Crock? Yes. 
Swung on and popped up. Foul ground. First baseman Morgan over and it's out room. of bounds behind the dugout. One strike to count to Paxia. After his playing days over, I bet you he is a terrific slow-pitch softball player. There's a strike called. <laughs> it's nothing in two. He's got that build, hasn't he? Yeah. A swing and a foul back. Just barely got a piece of that. Well, he likes to swing the bat. Well, I suspect that is uh, the sole reason he is at Lipscomb right now. If he puts that 245 pounds <laughs> behind it, he can hit a long oh, way. Oh, just barely missed on that one. A pie for ball one, one, and two. Here's the lefty's pitch, and it is swung on and fouled out of play to the right side. The count holds at a ball and two strikes. Paxi is in there as the DH. As John said, listed as a utility player. Looks to be a catcher to me. And the pitch to the plate swung on and a little tap right in front of the plate. Spears has it over to first. That is out number one as Paxia hit a little nubber right out in front of the plate. Catcher Spears threw him out. It's a little past the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you. Tuesday afternoon and the home opener for the Blue Raiders against the Lipscomb Bisons. Pitch outside to Stamps, ball one. Stamps singled in the second inning. That was the first hit allowed by Trent Siebert. Stamps swings and pops this one high in the air. Foul back toward the grandstand. That will be out of play. Count will go to one ball, one strike. Siebert up to 65 pitches here in the uh, fifth inning. And the lefty's pitch right in there for a call oh, strike. Nice breaking ball. Off-speed pitch. And it's one ball and two strikes now to Stamps. Outfield not too deep. And a swing and a miss. Struck him out swinging. Got him on a changeup. That for Trent is number six, I believe. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, six strikeouts, no walks. Two up, two down in the fifth inning. The batter is Caleb Ketchup, the shortstop. Got those trousers bloused up almost to the knee. The black socks. The pitch swung on, fouled away. Oh, hit the awning above the press box. One strike. Ball bounced right back to Mason Spears. 
One strike to count. And Siebert's pitch swung on a miss. Nothing and two. He's getting a lot of swing and misses. Two outs, bases empty in the fifth. Swung on and fouled out of play to the right side. Count holds at two strikes on Caleb Ketchup. 188 hitter for the season. All those swing and misses means that he's doing a good job of changing speeds on them. Ketchup had a sacrifice bunt his first at bat. Hits us from the short. Nice pickup by Lopez and a throw to first in time. Bison's up and down in order in the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And we're halfway home here. Middle Tennessee nothing, Lipscomb nothing as we go to the bottom of the fifth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. No score. Looking back in the scorebook, John, I went back to one year ago, actually on the 28th of February. Last year, a Sunday, the Raiders played Bowling Green and won seven to nothing. Peyton Wigginton went six scoreless innings in that game. You and I did that game, and the temperature was 70 degrees on the last, <laughs> last day of February last year. Was that last year or 2020? That was in, uh, that was last year. Raiders got their fifth win of the season that day. I was not with you then. Oh, okay. Here's the pitch. Oh, oh that hit one him. hit him. Got him in the hand. And Nathan Sanders is hit by the pitch. Now, are they going to say it hit the bat? Coach? I think so. Coach Tolman is uh, wow. out to talk to the home plate umpire. I think they're going to call that a foul ball. I think so. You know, you were wishing happy birthdays going around. Uh, today would be the 29th of February. Yes, it would. If it were a leap year. So yes. this would be my nephew, Will Calla's birthday today. Well, a happy birthday to all you leap year babies. Yeah. So the count is going to be one strike on Sanders. It was ruled a foul ball. Mm. 
Sanders grounded out in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. Left-hander delivers, and it is a check swing. The pitch low for a ball. Dunkelberger has been pretty efficient, Dick. Only 50 pitches through the first four innings. One ball, one strike. Off-speed pitch in at the knees. Strike two. Raiders had two men on base back in the third inning. That's been the only scoring threat they've had in the game. Swung on, popped up, and I don't know if it's going to stay fair. It will. Third baseman calls for it in fair ground, and that will be caught by Will Hoyt for out number one. One down in the fifth. Here's Brian Dillingham. Brian with a bunt single back in the third inning. Raiders tried to bunt him down, but he was forced out at second base. There's a swing and a miss. One strike to Dillingham. Brian in his fifth game, but is 0 for 1 for the season with a run scored. This ball is fouled down the left side. The count goes to 0 and 2. Dillingham out of Bradenton, Florida. Takes the pitch low. One ball, two strikes. You know, if you're out of range of our radio network, you can also listen on the Varsity Network. And I did that uh, on the live stream game the other day. There's a swing and a miss. Dillingham down on strikes. Listen to Bob's call of, uh, yeah, one of the games, I forget which game it was, but uh, came in just loud and clear. You can get the Varsity Network on your uh, as an app on your phone, and it will give you a choice of what team you want to follow. Just punch in Middle Tennessee's Blue Raiders, and you can listen anywhere. There's a swing and a foul out of play. This is Luke Benson. Well, uh, over the years, we've had uh, folks listening from Pretty nearly everywhere, haven't we? Yeah, either uh, on the uh, website or otherwise. One strike to count. Off-speed pitch missed inside for ball one. One and one to Luke Vincent. I bet you our good friend Tony uh, Tony Kessinger's listening in down in Florida. Yeah, I'd like to say happy birthday to Tony. He had one just a day or two ago, maybe yesterday. Strike called. One ball and two strikes. The count to Vincent. Benson, a native uh, Murfreesboro, played at Oakland High School. Fouls this pitch out of, way, out of the way. One ball and two strikes. There's a young person out beyond the, the park fence. Chasing that foul ball down. And the pitch to Benson. That Got one him. hit him in the back. No doubt about that. So he is down first base, hit by a pitch. So both of these pitchers have a hit batter now. Yep. And with two outs, top of the batting order, Fausto Lopez. So which pitch does Vincent go on? 
He stole a base back in the third. First pitch, there's a ground ball to short. Play will be to first in time to retire the side. Benson was running. Lopez, after the first pitch, grounds out short to first. That's all in the fifth inning for the Raiders. No runs, no hits, one runner left. We've completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee nothing, Lipscomb nothing. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Scoreless ball game as we go to the sixth inning. Both starting pitchers still in there. As we told you, both uh, of the starters had uh, very elevated earned run averages going into the game on very little work in the early season, but yeah. both have proved equal to the task today. Now, Siebert's got his down to uh, to a six after what, almost a 14, so he's uh, been really good today. Bertolani, the catcher, will lead off in the sixth inning. He's the top batter in their order Ooh. and takes the pitch outside ball one. Bertolani has struck out twice. Our strikeouts this season are sponsored by First Vision Bank. And there's a ball hit to center field. Vincent straight back, still going back, reaches up, makes the catch for out number one. So Bertolani skies out to center field. First Vision Bank, the official strikeout partner of Blue Raider Baseball. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. Here's Maddox Houghton, the center fielder. Floyd uh, Stadium shadowed now to the infield on the left side. Pitch to Houghton, a swung on, popped up. Shallow right center field, who's gonna call? That's Vinson, he'll make the catch for out number two. So Luke Vinson has handled the first two outs here in the sixth inning. And with the bases empty and two outs, batter is Trace Wilhoyt. Third baseman, he has struck out and flied to right. I think we've got a couple of guys uh, getting ready to get up and do some work down in the Raider bullpen. Pitch misses inside from Trent Siebert. One ball, no strikes. Siebert up to 77 pitches. And the left-hander delivers. Ball hit into right center. Moving over Dillingham in front of the big scoreboard will make the catch for out number three. Three fly ball outs and a quick inning 
for Trent Siebert and the Blue Raiders in the sixth. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And a total of only two, four, four hits, five pitches, five pitches in the inning. That probably uh, or might have earned him another inning. So we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders need to get something going here. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Still no score in the game. The Raiders will have the two, three, four hitters coming up to face a right-handed pitcher. And we've had a pitching change for Lipscomb, John. Yeah, this is uh, right-hander Chander Chandler Giles. And he is making his third appearance He's gone an inning and two-thirds, given up four runs, all earned on six hits, two walks, three strikeouts. Another one of those elevated ERAs, 21.60 coming in. And uh, opponents hitting uh, 545. Childs, a sophomore, 6'1", 195, from Fremont, California. He's a junior college transfer and he will face Wyatt Morgan to lead off the sixth inning. So Morgan will get to face a right-handed pitcher for the first time in the game. And the first pitch to him is outside and low ball one. Against the lefty, Morgan had struck out and grounded out to the first baseman. One ball, no strikes to the Raider first baseman. Hits it to second. Up with it, stamps over to first in time, and Morgan is out number one here in the sixth inning. Final line on Dunkelberger. Goes five innings, no runs on two hits, one walk, and two strikeouts, and one hit batter. Here's Brett Coker. Coker singled in the first, grounded out in the third. Coker has one of those two hits, the other a bunt single by Dillingham. Pitch low, ball one to Coker. Giles pitches from the set position and it's outside, ball two. Two and oh. Raiders got the bullpen working. See, that's number 27. Pitch swung on, hit. Deep to left field, and if it's fair, it's trouble. 
off the wall and a quick recovery and throw to second will hold Coker to a long single. That one down in the left field corner. So Coker with his second hit of the day. At first base with one out. That's Jaden Ham starting to throw down in the uh, Raider bullpen. Jackson Galloway, designated hitter, and the cleanup hitter today, grounded out in the first and flied to right in the fourth. He's up there with one out and Coker at first base. Giles, the right-hander delivers, the runner goes, and a pitch inside and hit him. Galloway hit in the foot or the lower leg by that pitch. Coker was running on the pitch, but he will advance to second on the hit batsman. So here's Mabry, who has popped out twice. Popped to short, popped to third. Got himself an RBI opportunity here. Coker down at second base and Galloway at first and he bunts. Oh, nice. Good one down the line. Barehand pickup, throw to first. Just oh. got him. That's a nice play by Will Hoyt, the third baseman. Made a barehand pickup and threw all in the same motion to retire Mabry. Play goes 5-3, but that is that will also go as a sacrifice. Mabry made that a close play. That moves Coker to third, Galloway to second, and with two outs, Mason Spears, the batter. He's twice flied to right field. You know, that last time he went to right field, if that, uh, if we're playing in uh, late April or May, that ball probably goes. Time called as the Lipscomb you assume that's the pitching coach will make a visit to the mound. Oh, you mean Coach Myers? Matt Myers, <laughs> the pitching coach for the Bisons. Of course, Jerry Myers is our pitching coach. And he's got the bullpen throwing down there. That's uh, Ham, did you say? That's Jaden Ham, yeah. So the Raiders have runners in scoring position, second and third with two outs here in the sixth inning. I would expect him to come on in the seventh for the Raiders. That hit by uh, Coker a moment ago was only the third hit of the game for the Raiders. There's a strike, two spears, nothing in one. Two runners in scoring position, two outs, and a scoreless game. The bottom of the sixth inning. Right-hander out of the stretch. Off-speed pitch goes high for ball one. One and one. These Lipscomb outfielders play very deep. Got a left-hander working Swing in the Lipscomb Fly ball to right. That one is going to be foul and not caught. The right fielder went up against the wall in foul territory, tried to spear it, but it 
hit just a few inches above his glove and caromed off for strike two. So it's one ball and two strikes now to Spears. Left-hander and a right-hander working in the Lipscomb bullpen. Second and third, two outs. Mason Spears trying to put the Raiders ahead in this game. Here's Giles with the pitch and swung on. Missed. Catcher comes up with it, throws to first. Spears is out for out number three. That is all in the sixth inning. No runs, one hit, and two men left on. After six innings, here are your totals. Lipscomb, no runs, two hits, no errors. They've stranded three. Raiders, no runs, three hits, no errors. They have stranded six. We are scoreless going into the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the seventh inning in a scoreless game. Trent Siebert back out for another inning of work. Uh, John, we with the bullpen going, we thought he might be lifted, but yeah. uh, he's been pitching so well. It's hard to take a guy out when he's pitching as well as Siebert is. Right You're now. right, especially after that five-pitch inning in the sixth. Now you just hope that uh, you haven't uh, gone an inning too long with him. Here's Malik Williams to lead off the seventh inning for Lipscomb. He is grounded out and popped out 0 for 2. Big right-hand hitting first baseman. Home run power. He leads their team with three homers. Siebert's pitch is an off-speed pitch in for a strike call. Nothing in one. My guess is that Siebert's on a short leash here in the seventh inning. On strike to count. Pitch count getting up close to 80. Strike on the outside corner. But he is uh, he is just throwing strike after strike after strike. No balls, two strikes. The count to Williams with Maxwell and Shields to follow. There's a ball hit right up the middle and a base hit. That one, a shot right over his shoulder into center field. Uh, and all you can do is turn around and watch. So that is the third hit of Siebert. And with nobody out, the batter Maxwell has flied out and doubled. 
had a double over Benson's head in center field back in the fourth inning, but was left stranded. Runner at first, Williams draws a throw. He has one stolen base this season. We don't know what kind of speed he's got. He's a big guy. I'd say he's got a pretty long stride. That's a really conservative uh, primary lead though. Pitch high for ball one to Maxwell. Maxwell wears number 13 on the back of his gray road uniform. One strike to count. I think I said one strike, it was one ball, and that's ball two, two and oh. So Siebert has allowed a leadoff single. He's fallen behind two and oh to this batter. Pitch swung on, hit into left field, and that is going to be a foul ball. Two and one. And hard, almost. hard to see out that way, the way the sun is yeah. right now. Uh, that got uh, ball got down into the corner, and somebody out of the bullpen jumped the fence. Two balls and a strike to Maxwell. We are getting close to that time, aren't we? Double play depth for the infield. And the left-hander delivers low in the dirt, blocked by Spears. And it is three balls and a strike. We've had no double plays by either team this afternoon. The Raiders have four on the season. And the pitch swung on and popped up foul ground. Morgan, the first baseman over and second baseman Mabry over there also, but that ball over the retaining fence and in foul ground and the count goes three and two. So you wonder if they might start the runner here with a three two count to try and keep out of the double play. Wouldn't surprise me a bit, Dick. Runner's not going and the pitch swung on and fouled at his feet. Count holes at three balls, two strikes. First, nobody out, three and two on the batter. Swung on, fouled again down the left side. Maxwell had struck out three times in his 24 at-bats coming into this ballgame. So that might be a factor in whether or not you start the runner. Full count, three and two. I have a feeling Lipscomb doesn't want to run into a strike him out uh, Popped him up Throw him into out, left center play. field. Benson back will take it for out number two or out number one. Wishful thinking. 
Maxwell flies to center for the first out. Trent Siebert also wishes that we're out number two. That's going to be it. Pitching coach Jerry Myers out of the Raider dugout. And we will likely have a pitching change here, although nobody has started in from the bullpen yet. He just called for him. So Jaden Ham will be coming in with one out in the seventh inning in a scoreless ball game. Trent Siebert has pitched well today. He's going to come out after six and a third. And we'll get a nice round of applause from the fans as he makes his way to the dugout. So while the new pitcher's taking his warm-up tosses, we'll pause and be back with more Blue Raider baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders call to the bullpen, brings in right-hander Jaden Ham. Jaden Ham coming in for his uh, fifth appearance. That's team leading fifth appearance. All in relief. He's thrown eight and a third innings, giving up three runs, all earned on five hits, three walks, 11 strikeouts. Opponents are hitting 167. Uh, Ham has got uh, two of the uh, three Blue Raider wins. He's 2-0 with a 3.24 ERA. I like that three-walk, 11-strikeout uh, uh, ratio, Dick. Jaden is a sophomore from Cullioca, Tennessee. Played at uh, Columbia Central High, 6'1", and has been used a lot here early out of the bullpen and in another situation with the runner at first one out, he'll face John Shields, the right fielder. Shields, uh, a left-handed batter, was hit by a pitch and flied to left against Trent Siebert. Throw over to first and the runner back. That's Williams who led off the inning with a single. And he belongs to Trent Siebert. Siebert goes six to third, gives up three uh, hits no walks, six strikeouts, a hit a batter. And like I said, Williams belongs to Siebert. So that's either going to be a zero or a one, depending on what happens from Jaden Ham here. Strike called on the first pitch to Shields. Nothing I think, a, one. I think a ground ball to, to Mabry would be the optimum result. One out. Runner at first, the pitch is just oh. a little bit high, I guess. 
That looked like an awfully good pitch, didn't it? One ball, one strike. Williams leads at first. Ham comes set. The 1-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, way, way out in front. Middle infielders playing in a few steps in double play depth. Center fielder Benson shaded a few steps over into left center for this left-handed hitter. And the count, one ball, two strikes. Outside, off the edge of Shields' mitt, but he scrambles back there and recovers before the runner at first can do anything. Two and two. Scoreless game, we're in the top of the seventh inning. Jaden Ham comes set and a swing and a foul straight back. Uh, he just reached back and threw fastball up and away and that's that pitch that's up in your eyes and you can't hit. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to the plate checked his <laughs> swing and held up in time yeah. and the count goes full. Pitch was outside. They were coming uh, back outside to this left-handed hitter. Three and two. Runner at first, one out. Quick throw over there, uh, and Williams is back. Yeah, that was a pretty good move. There was a 3-2 count on the previous batter, Maxwell. Williams was not running on that 3-2 count. He is running here, swinging a foul tip at the plate. So the count will hold at three and two, and Williams will return to first base. Jaden Ham on in relief of the Raiders starter, Trent Siebert. Six and a third scoreless innings. Allowing three hits. There goes the runner. It's slowing outside, ball four. So Williams will advance down to second on the walk. That is the first walk in the game allowed by the Blue Raiders. And it comes with one out in the seventh inning. Runners now at first and second. And the batter is Lilo Paxia. He is struck out and grounded out to the catcher. The pitch to the plate takes a strike, nothing and one. Uh, I'd say that uh, Lilo is a double play candidate if he just hits the ball on the ground. One strike to count. The designated hitter waits, oh. takes it up high, ball one. Spears a good job to spear that baseball. Lived up to his name, didn't he? He did indeed. One ball, one strike. Ham comes set, the 1-1 pitch, check swing, and inside ball two. Two and one. I'm sure we have some Lipscomb fans down to our left behind their dugout. Like the short drive over. Two balls and a strike. Popped up. Is that fair or foul? It's a fair ball. The right fielder Dillingham has it. 
And the runners will not advance as the throw comes back. And there are two outs in the inning. That one popped down the right field line, not too deep. The runners tagged but did not advance. So with two outs, the batter is Ethan Stamps. Yeah, that uh, baseball was not deep enough to move that runner. Stamps has singled and struck out one for two. Right-handed batter hitting an even 250 coming into the game. Now with two outs, Ham's trying to retire this guy and get out of the inning. Pitch outside, ball one. Bottom of the seventh, the Raiders will have the bottom three in the batting order scheduled to hit. There's a swing and a foul out of play to the right side. One ball, one strike to Stamps. Looks like a right-hander still throwing down in the Lipscomb bullpen. Wouldn't be surprised to see a new pitcher. One and one the count. Ham with two outs and two on delivers oh. a strike at the knees. <laughs> one Beautiful and curveball. That one just froze Stamps. Yeah. And it's one and two. Ham checks the sign from Spears and delivers low ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Runners first and second, two outs, still scoreless in the seventh inning. Right-hander comes set. And the 2-2 pitch is swung on and missed. Struck him out, and the inning is over. So Jaden Ham comes out of the bullpen, and after walking the first batter, gets Paxia and Stamps, the latter on a strikeout. In the seventh, no runs, one hit. And two men left on base. So we will take the seventh inning stretch here. So we go to the bottom of the seventh, Middle Tennessee nothing and Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics.
The Blue Raiders on This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning and a scoreless ball game as the Raiders will send the bottom three in the order Sanders, Dillingham, and Luke Benson to face a new pitcher. A left hander, John, has come in from the bullpen yeah. for the Bisons. This is uh, Noah Thompson. And as soon as I find him here, I'll tell you about him. Uh, making his third appearance, he's thrown six and two-thirds innings, given up four runs, all earned on seven hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. Opponents hitting 269. Uh, Thompson, uh, 1-0 record with a 5.40 ERA. Thompson, a left-hander, is a senior out of Louisville, Kentucky, Mayo High School. That high school has produced a lot of good athletes, hasn't it? It has indeed. He's a redshirt senior, actually. So he's an experienced pitcher for the Bisons. Coming in here with a, in a scoreless game. Bottom of the seventh inning. For the Raiders, it will be Nathan Sanders to lead it off. Hitting off the bottom of the seventh for the Blue Raiders. Sanders is grounded out and fouled out. 0 for 2. Well, Trent Siebert spun a gem today in his first start of the season. There's a strike call. Nothing in one to Sanders. Siebert goes six and a third. No runs, three hits, no walks, six strikeouts. He hit a better. Pitch fouled out of play, nothing and two. Jaden Ham came in out of the bullpen and after walking the first batter he faced, got the next two. The last uh, hitter on a strikeout to end the inning with two on. There's a pitch inside to Sanders. One ball, two strikes. There's a swing, the foul straight back. Well, John, the Raiders scored one run in a one to nothing win over <laughs> Ball State. That's and all then we need. that same afternoon scored 17 runs against Illinois. What is it they say, that's baseball? Yep. The pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out swinging. Sanders get, down on strikes for out number one. Get through him a pretty good fastball. Got that ball up. Noah Thompson, he is the third pitcher used by Lipscomb this afternoon. We got a pinch hitter here for the uh, Raiders. This will be Nagishi. Tatsumori Nagishi, who has started most of the games in right field, did not get the start today, but he'll hit for Dillingham. A left-handed batter. 
And the pitch misses for ball one. He'll stay and play right field, I'm sure. Nagishi at 182. He's started every game but this one. There's a swing and a miss. One and one. Six hits, 33 at bats, a double. Two runs batted in for Nagishi, who hails from Tokyo. Two for four last week at, uh, at Belmont. Pitch is low. Two balls and a strike. One out, base is empty. Nagishi hitting for Brian Dillingham, who had a bunt single in two trips. There's ball three. Three and one. Nagishi, 5'11", 190, a sophomore. There's a strike. That'll fill it up, three and two. Came out of Orange Coast College last year. I don't know if that was a, if that's a junior college or not, but he's listed as a sophomore. The pitch. Swung on, hit up the middle, but the shortstop had him play just right. And the throw to first in time. Nagishi retired. Short to first for out number two. And the batter will be Luke Benson. Benson has been safe on a force play and has been hit by pitch. So he's been on both times at bat. Pitches outside, ball one. 1-0. Two-year college uh, in Costa Mesa, California. Orange Coast, Orange Coast College, Dick. One ball, one strike. Those phones are remarkable things, aren't they? They are. <laughs> one and one. And the lefty's pitch is swung on, hit down the Take right field line, fair. deep, but it's going to be foul and out of play. Vincent gave that one a long ride. That but was foul. out of the park, wasn't it? I think it was. Count holds out a ball and two strikes. Got around on it just a smidgen too soon. Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Pitch down low, ball two. <laughs> two and two. Two outs, bases empty. Bottom of the seventh. There's no score in the game. Thompson thought he had the strikeout on Swing that pitch before. Pitch foul back over our heads and out of play. Two and two. Swing and a ball that got away from the catcher. And Vincent's going to leg it out to first base. That'd be a strikeout and a wild pitch. That ball went almost to the Raider dugout. So put Benson on at first to give the pitcher credit for a strikeout. And the batter will be Fausto Lopez. Now, will he also be charged with a wild pitch on that, John? Uh, that is exactly right. Strikeouts uh, swinging, reach first on a wild pitch. 
Fausto Lopez waiting to hit. He's 0 for 2 and has been on base once with a walk. Tony Stennett has just checked in, and we're now minus one more <laughs> lemon cookie here. A lemon delight, whatever. Lemon squares? Yeah, lemon squares. You can always count on Tony to take care of things like that. Throw to first, and the runner is back. Two outs in the seventh. No score in the game. A runner at first. Luke Vinson with good speed. Throw to first. They might got have him. him and oh. just got back in ahead of the throw. If that uh, throw it, uh, I tell throw you, was a little bit high. Yeah, and uh, they had him leaning the wrong way, though. Malik Williams did a nice job of keeping that ball from uh, going down the line. Left-hander Thompson. Out of the stretch. And a long look and another soft <laughs> throw to first, and he almost threw it away. Uh, it was almost a balk. It was one of those in-between throws. Yeah. I, I think he was uh, thought to, he was well, if he had if he had not thrown the ball, it would have been a ball. Yeah, he was. He was acting like uh, he was making that fake throw, and all of a sudden he realized that his foot was still on the the pitching rubber. So no count on Lopez. There goes Benson. The pitch low and inside. The throw to second is not in time. Benson steals it. And it was a good throw by the catcher. Boy, it sure was. Right, uh, right on the money. Vincent just outran the baseball. So we've got a, run in, a runner in scoring position now. Count one ball, no strikes to Fausto Lopez. Lopez, the Raiders' leading hitter, waiting and takes it low and outside, ball two. Lopez came into the game at 393 with a couple of home runs. He's uh, hitting 400 uh, with runners on base. Two balls, no strikes. Check swing and a strike call. And 333 with runners in scoring position. So uh, he's a good RBI man. Has been throughout his Raider career. Two balls and a strike to Lopez who backs out of the box. Adjusts those hitting uh, those uh, gloves and steps back in. Benson, good speed down at second base. The pitch. Takes it high, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Scoreboard says two and two. Did I miss one somewhere? I, I don't know. Maybe that was a strike call on that stolen base. I thought it was a pitch that was low. Swung on, hit to short. Ketchup has it. And the throw across is just in time. Williams had to lean and just held the bag long enough to get the put out at first. So the play will go short to first for the third out, and that is all in the Blue Raiders' seventh inning. No runs, no hits, and one man left. We've completed seven full innings. It is still Middle Tennessee nothing. 
Lipscomb Nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum, Will Fraley, serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the eighth inning in a scoreless game as the Raiders and the Lipscomb Bisons have hooked up here in quite a duel. We'll take 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Our game not quite two hours old, and we're into the eighth inning. Leadoff batter for Lipscomb will be the shortstop catchup, and he drills one to left field, and that's going to be played on the hop by Nathan Sanders. That's a leadoff single. Ketchup jumped all over that first pitch. Got out to uh, Nathan Sanders in a hurry. Took one hop. Dick, it's that time of the afternoon. You're going to have to be seeing for both of us. (laughs) The sun is at that angle. The sun is at that angle. Runner at first, nobody out. Bertolini. And a throw to first, gets away from Morgan. The runner's going to head to second, and that one went into the dugout. Had it not gone into the dugout, Morgan might have had a play, but that will be charged as an error to the pitcher, Ham. That will be the first error of the ball game for either team. So down at second base with no outs is the base runner Ketchup and still no count on Bertolini. That was a bad pickoff throw. Here's the pitch. Showed bunt, took a strike, runner going and will be safe at third. So the leadoff man with a stolen base, an error on a pickoff throw and a stolen base will put Ketchup at third with no outs and a one-strike count on the batter Bertolini. Well, and that gets a visit from uh, Coach Jerry Myers. The Raiders had already brought the infield in. Now, you've also got to be aware of uh, a squeeze play in this situation, but as uh, runs as scarce as they have been today, a team will do almost anything to get a run in. Left-hander throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. 
Can't see who it is, though, because he's behind the post. Uh-huh. Big huddle on the mound. Uh, pitching coach Jerry Myers out there, but all of the infielders, including the catcher, are in on this. The outfield is playing fairly shallow. Trying to prevent a sacrifice fly. And the count to Bertolini is one strike. Infield pulled in all the way around. On the edge of the infield grass. That is real grass here at Reese Smithfield. Pitch low and inside, ball one. One and one. That's Peyton Wigginton out throwing. A ball and a strike. And the pitch. Check swing, and did he go? Yes. First base umpire, first base umpire, Thomas rings him up. And the count is one ball and two strikes to Bertolini. So Wigginton, who is scheduled to start Friday at South Alabama, is throwing in the bullpen. Ham's pitch, low. Spears had to scramble after it. Only went a couple of feet away. Two balls, two strikes. Houghton, the on-deck hitter. Need a strikeout. Bertolini has struck out twice and flied to center in his three at-bats. Here's the 2-2 pitch, low and inside, ball three. Nobody out. And the Raiders in a tough spot here in the top of the eighth inning. Full count, three and two. The pitch inside, ball four, and he walked him. That'll be the second walk allowed by Jaden Ham. And now runners first and third. The infielders, middle infielders, will back up in double play depth. The first baseman will be holding the runner, and the third baseman, Coker, will be about even with the bag. Now, on a ground ball, John, you almost got to go for the double play, don't you? Even think, though there's a runner at third. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Although they're playing. Uh, now they come in a few steps. Yeah, Mabry is just a step off the grass. Same with Fausto Lopez at shortstop. Showed bunt, took a strike. Did happen? One strike. So the Raiders uh, playing that. They had. They had backed the middle infielders back in double play depth, and now they brought them back in. Looks like they uh, are thinking they might be playing contact with that runner at third. Throw to first and the runner back. No score in the eighth inning, but Lipscomb has the first two men on. Runners at first and third with no outs. Well, if you could cut that runner at, uh, down at the plate, you'd still have a runner at second, but you'd rather have him at second than at third. Pitch is high and over the head of the batter, Houghton, who had shown bunt. Yeah, if he had uh, not gone into a sudden crouch, that might have gotten him in the helmet. One ball, one strike to count. Two 
for the Raiders. Everything is going to be reaction now. Reaction to what the batter does. And the pitch to the plate. He bunts. Pitcher Ham picks it up. Throws to first. Out. Throw to. They call an interference. Uh, or that's uh, what Mabry, Mabry is claiming. The throw to first retired the runner. And the runner at third has to go back. Is that right? I think no, so. the runner at first has, uh, is at third. Moved over to third. And a run has come in. I thought Morgan was going to make the quick return throw to the plate. And and I think what he's claiming is that he was interfered with, uh, kept from doing that. It looked like the ball. By the runner. It looked like the ball uh, just came out of his hand and went about halfway to the plate. Coach Toman has been out making that case, and uh, now the three umpires are going to come together out in front of the mound to discuss that play. So you can mark the batter Houghton out from the pitcher of the first baseman. The runner at third was halfway home when Ham threw to first. And when Ham threw to first, the runner at third broke for the plate. And Morgan, the first baseman, as he fielded the ball, I don't know what happened with his arm, but the ball, I think his, his throw only went halfway to the plate. I think he's claiming that uh, the runner hit him in the arm, interfered with him. Well, something interfered with and, him. Uh, I don't the, know what it was. Yeah, uh, the runner uh, should have been in foul territory. Oh, they're calling him safe. So the runner scores. Give the RBI to uh, Houghton and uh, and then uh, Bertolini, uh, Bertolani goes all the way to third base. So you still got a runner in third with just one out. So it's one to nothing Lipscomb on a sacrifice butt by Houghton, scoring ketchup from third. There's a swing by Wilhite and the ball fouled out of play, one strike. And what, well, they're, what they're doing is saying that uh, Bertolani goes to uh, uh, goes to third base on an error by the first baseman. So two errors in the inning. There's a swing and a miss. Two strikes the count. There's a runner at third with one out and a run in. Lipscomb leading one to nothing. And the pitch is high, ball one, one and two. There was a leadoff hit by Ketchup, a walk on a 3-2 pitch to Bertolini. Ketchup had previously gone to second on an error. The pitch high, two and two. So the Raider infield is still playing in to try and cut off that runner at third base, who is Bertolini. Pitch the plate inside, three and two to Will Hoyt. Will Hoyt. 
He is 0 for 3. Has struck out and twice fly to right. And the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, center field. Vincent going back under it, makes the catch. The runner will tag and score, and it's two to nothing. A sacrifice bunt and a sacrifice fly have put two runners across home plate for Lipscomb here in the eighth inning, two to nothing. And the batter with the base is empty is Williams. First baseman number 44, Malik Williams. John, the Raiders' bats have got to come alive now because, well, we're running out of outs. Yep, running out of time. There's a ball tapped to third. Coker's got it over to first and a throw off mark, but the runner tagged out by Morgan, the first baseman. The play will go third to first for the putout. That is all in the eighth inning. Two runs on one hit. There were two errors. And nobody left on base. We will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is Lipscomb 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning, and Lipscomb leading two to nothing. Picked up two in the top of the inning. The Raiders will have the two, three, and four hitters in their batting order coming up to face Noah Thompson. Thompson came in, pitched the seventh inning, struck out two. The left-hander will face Morgan, Coker, and Galloway here in the eighth. So Wyatt Morgan steps in, 0 for 3. He has struck out, grounded out twice. And Lipscomb continues to play their outfielders very deep. Lights have been on here for a while. I think they came on in the top of the eighth inning. First pitch is in for a strike to Morgan. Nothing in one. Would you call that a no no doubles defense in the outfield? I, I, they've been playing the same way the whole game. Yeah. I think. Strike two is called. Or check that. That is a ball. One ball, one strike. And we haven't had any doubles, have we? No. Well, we've had... We haven't had but three hits, though. Yeah. 
Lipscomb's had a double. Two balls and a strike. To Wyatt Morgan leading off the eighth inning. Swung on, fouled out of play down the left side. Count goes to two and two. Morgan wearing number 30 on the back of that white home uniform. The pitch is strike three call. He is caught looking for the second time in the game. And that is out number one. That's the third strikeout now for Thompson. Here's Brett Coker. Coker's two for three. Single in the first, singled again in the sixth. Grounded out in between. And we're gonna have a visit to the mound. I think this is the head coach going out. So with one out. Yeah, we've got a new pitcher coming. We're gonna have, I assume a right-hander coming in to pitch to Coker. It is. So we will have a pitching change. We'll take a short break here while we find out who the new pitcher is. And while we do that, we'll let you hear this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. One out, bases empty in the eighth inning, and a new pitcher coming in for the Bisons is Matthew Maldonado. Matthew Maldonado making his second appearance of the season. In that first appearance, he uh, threw one-third of an inning, gave up two runs, both earned on one hit, one walk, and uh, he took the loss in that uh, ball game. Here's Coker, takes the first pitch from Maldonado, down low, four ball one. Uh, You give up uh, two runs in a third of an inning, and you've got a 54 ERA. One strike, or one ball, no strikes to Brett Coker. There's a strike called at the knees, one and one. Coker, two for three today. Has half of the Blue Raider hit total. The pitch inside, breezed him, and Coker just got out of the way. Two balls, one strike.
the pitch. Swung on, hit up the middle, through a base hit. Coker with his third hit. Singles past the shortstop. He is at first base with one out, and this will bring the tying run to the plate in the person of Jackson Galloway. Galloway looking for his first Blue Raider home run. Is 0 for 2 and has been hit by a pitch. He's got four RBI. Coker, who likes to run, is the runner at first. Not going, swing and a miss. Galloway was uh, going for that first home run in a pair of RBI, wasn't he? Yes, he was. One of the big swing. One strike to count. Coker leads at first. A strike is called, it's 0-2. So Maldonado, who was greeted with a single by Coker, is now ahead of Galloway, 0-2. A swing and a miss. Didn't look good swinging no, on that No, he sure pitch. didn't. And that is out number two in the inning. Maldonado gets his first strikeout. The second baseman, number 11, J.T. Mabry. Here's Mabry. He has popped out twice and laid down a sacrifice bunt. So he's 0 for 2. 100 first, two outs. Maldonado out of the stretch and the pitch inside ball one to Mabry. Coker at first faked going to second, but put the brakes on quickly. One ball, no strikes to Mabry. There he goes, the pitch. That hit him. Hit him. The runner was going, and Mabry hit by a pitch. That will put the tying runs on base now. With two outs, and the batter is Mason Spears. Third Raider that's been hit by a pitch today. Mabry's 0 for 3 is flight out twice to right field and is struck out. First and second with two outs. Right hander's ready to work and the pitch to Spears is swung on. Oh, stamped by the second baseman. He'll throw it out at first. Good play by Stamps. I thought maybe Spears might have had that ball past him. Spears on the first pitch, a sharp one hopper. The second baseman, Stamps, was able to stamp it and throw him out at first. So in the eighth inning, no runs. There was one hit and two men left on base. And we have completed eight full innings. It is Lipscomb 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the top of the ninth inning. Raiders trailing by a score of two to nothing. For Lipscomb, Maxwell, Shields, and Paxia against Jaden Ham, who'll be starting his third inning of work, has pitched an inning in two thirds. Here's Maxwell, has a double in three trips. Takes ball one. Maxwell, a right-handed batter. And a strike is called, caught the outside corner. One ball and one strike to Rudy Maxwell. He's the left fielder for the Bisons. Ham's pitch swung on, tapped foul at the plate. Count goes to one and two. Raiders will have the bottom third of their batting order due in the bottom of the ninth. That's a half-hearted swing. Did he go? No, they say he checked. Two and two. Shields, the left-handed hitter, waiting to bat next. The 2-2 pitch. Maxwell pops it up in foul ground. Morgan, the first baseman, over there, and that's going to be out of play. Two balls and two strikes. The count remains to Maxwell. This game was scoreless until the eighth inning. And Lipscomb got a leadoff single, then a walk, an error. Two errors actually charged the inning, one on a pickoff play, one on an errant throw. So I'm going to foul out of play, and the count holds at two and two. Right-hander uh, Trey Nordman throwing in the Lipscomb bullpen. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Maxwell hits it in the air into right center. Everybody on a long run, and they're not going to be able to get there. Maxwell headed to second, and he will have his second double of the day. Yeah, just to the right, uh, 
below the scoreboard just to the right of the 365 sign. Same place he hit that other one. So that's hit number two off Ham. And the batter will be Shields, the left-hand hitter. He has been hit by a pitch, walked, and in between he flied to left. Runner at second, no outs. Pitches low ball one to Shields. Well, the sun has finally dipped down behind the stadium. Yeah, back behind the, uh, right now behind the scoreboard at uh, Floyd Stadium. Not quite, not quite to sundown. Ball two outside to Shields with a runner at second. Nobody out for Lipscomb here in the top of the ninth. Swing and a miss. Two and one. Well, the Raiders would like to reward these fans with a win today, but they're going to have to do it in the bottom of the ninth. There's a ball hit to second base. Mabry's got it over to first in time, and the runner advances to third. Shields grounds out second to first. One out. Maxwell moved over to third on that ground ball, so the the batter Shields did his uh, job. He got got that runner over there there to third base in scoring position with one out. And the batter will be. That's not Paxia, John. Who is that? Well, let's see. Pinch hitter, left-handed hitter, 35, who is Mason Lundgren. Left-hand hitter, sophomore. Lundgren Lundgren will hit for Paxia in the DH spot. Uh, That is uh, definitely a lefty-righty kind of deal. Right-handed pitcher, Paxia was a right-handed hitter. So they go with the lefty here in this situation. Pitch fouled out of play. Lundgren hitting an even 300. He had started every game up until today. Pitch just missed. My guess is uh, Lipscomb's been been seeing a lot of right-handed pitchers. One and one the count. He has... uh, an even 300 average in six games. Pitch low and got away from Spears. The runner cannot advance. Spears hustled after that one and was able to get there and keep the runner at third. So two balls, one strike. Infield playing in. Mason Lundgren, the batter. Listed as an infielder. Infield, as John said, in trying to cut that runoff. There's a ball hit to left field. Sanders back. He's got it. The runner tags. Here comes the throw, and the relay will be late. The run is in, and it is a three-to-nothing game. Sanders' throw home was not strong, and it was actually cut off by Coker, the third baseman. So that'll be a sacrifice fly for the second out. Second run 
Actually, the third run charged to Ham, although one of them may have been scored as an unearned run. It was. Here's Stamp. Strike call. Bases empty, two outs. Now it's three to nothing. So at this point, three runs, two earned for Ham. So that mountain you have to climb in the bottom of the night just got a little higher. Boy. Swinging a ground ball back to the pitcher. Ham will take it. Toss it underhanded to first for the third out. That is all in the ninth, but one run. There was one hit, one runner, or no runners left. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. It is Lipscomb three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Raiders trailing three to nothing. Bottom third of the order will be Sanders, Nikishi, and Benson. New pitcher coming in for the Bisons, Trey Nordworth. Trey Nordman making his second appearance of the season. He's thrown one inning, given up one run. It was earned on uh, three hits. No, I'm looking at the wrong place. Uh, one run, it was earned on no hits. One walk, three strikeouts. Nordman, big guy, 6'5", 220, out of Lansing, Michigan. And he will face Nathan Sanders to lead off. Nathan has grounded out, popped out, and struck out. 0 for 3. So, John, you need base runners in this situation. You sure do. And Nordman's in to uh, see if he can't close this one out. Lipscomb yet to record a save. Nordman is the fifth pitcher used by the Bisons today. They lead it three to nothing here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Here's Nathan Sanders. Nordman will pitch out of the stretch. First pitch, missed inside, ball one. Need to get on base any way you can. One ball, no strikes to the Raider left fielder. Outfield still playing deep. 
That one caught the inside corner, one and one. Sanders, a left-handed hitter against the right-hander Nordman. The pitch, way outside, ball two, two and one. Nagishi waiting to hit next. Right, uh, the right fielder playing uh, Sanders deep and straight, but uh, the center fielder shading him towards uh, left center. Strike called outside corner, two and two. I think the left fielder is shallower than he has been all afternoon. Two balls and two strikes to Sanders. And Nordman, ready to work, delivers a swing and a ball hit in the air into right center. Center fielder moving over Outen. He will make the catch for out number one. So the Raiders down to their final two outs. The batter is Nagishi. Came in as a pinch hitter in the seventh inning for Dillingham and grounded out. Nagishi, a left-handed hitter. Nordman the pitch. A strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. One out, base is empty, bottom of the ninth. The right-hander delivers just outside. One ball, one strike. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. You'd like to get it around to the top of the batting order if you could to see what Lopez and those guys could do. Yeah, especially uh, Lopez. Swing and a miss. Kind of a leadoff hitter with a, a tinge of Ricky Henderson. He's got some pop. One ball, two strikes, the count to Nagishi. And if you could get it to uh, get it to Fausto, that would uh, mean that you, uh, he'd be the tie and run. Here's the one-two pitch, and he struck him out swinging. Nagishi down on strikes for out number two. Every pitcher who has pitched in the game for Lipscomb has recorded at least one strikeout. And with two outs, the base is empty. The batter, Luke Benson, has been on base three times. He did reach on a strikeout wild pitch back in the seventh. The left-handed batter waits, takes a breaking ball in for a strike, nothing but one. Norman is coming here throwing strikes. 0-1, the count to Benson. Swung on, fouled out of play. Nothing in two, so the Raiders now down to their last strike. With two outs in the bottom of the ninth, trailing three to nothing. Benson waits for an 0-2 pitch. Here it comes. Outside, ball one. 
One and two the count. The right-hander sets and the one-two pitch. Outside, ball two. Two and two to Luke Benson. Fausto Lopez on deck. Nordman, the right-hander. As his sign comes set. Two-two pitch. Check swing, ball three. <laughs> Full count, three and two. Take how many times have we said it in 16 years. That 27th out is the, the hardest one to get. Full count to Luke Benson. Two outs, bottom of the ninth inning. Catcher asked for time. I think he wanted to go through the signs one more time. Three and two, the count. And the big right-hander winds and fires. Walked him. Benson reaches base for the fourth time. And with two outs, Fausto Lopez will be the hitter. Lopez is due. He is 0 for 3 with a walk. Leading hitter for the Raiders on the season at 393. Fausto up there with two outs and Benson at first base. They'll not hold him close. He goes to second as the pitch is a strike call. They were just ignoring Benson. Yeah, that uh, has got to be indifference. He's at second base, two outs and a one strike count to Lopez. They're gonna give him third base too if he wants it. Nordman checks and throws, swing and a miss. Nothing in two. Again, the Raiders down to their last strike. Yeah, that run, uh, that runner at second base means absolutely nothing at this point. Two strikes to count to Lopez. Unless you can get Lopez on base. And the pitch. And struck him out for the final out. Tried to hold back, check his swing, but went around. So the Raiders go down meekly in the ninth inning. No runs, no hits, one left. And the final score in the home opener for the 2022 season is Lipscomb three and Middle Tennessee nothing. The Bisons improved to Four and three on the season. The Raiders drop to three and six. And we will give you all of the details on our postgame show. That'll be coming up next. Stay with us as Lipscomb wins by a score of three to nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Welcome back into our Blue Raider postgame show as Middle Tennessee falls today to the Lipscomb Bisons by a score of three to nothing. The final line score for Lipscomb, three runs, five hits, no errors, and they left uh, five men on base for Middle Tennessee, no runs, four hits, two errors, and the Raiders stranded 10. The winning pitcher... <coughs> is Thompson, 
whose record is now 2-0. He was the third pitcher they used. Jaden Ham takes the loss. He is 2-1, and, and Nordman, their final pitcher, gets the save. Two hours, 36 minutes, the time of the game. Attendance, 1,175. Great turnout for opening day today for the home schedule at MTSU. Lipscomb wins 3 to nothing. We'll take a break. Be back to give you all the totals and highlights after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Back with you as the Raiders drop their home opener to the Lipscomb Bisons by a score of three to nothing. The Raiders uh, had very few scoring opportunities yeah. 
in this ball game. Uh, in, in fact, they had a couple of runners on in the sixth inning, could not get them around, had a couple of runners on in the eighth inning, and again, could not advance them. And the, uh, the Bisons were able, with their uh, good pitching out of the bullpen, to hold off the Raiders three to nothing. John, you got to look at some of the, the numbers over there? I sure do, Dick. Uh, the final line score uh, for Lipscomb, three runs on five hits, no errors. For the, the Blue Raiders, it's no runs on four hits, two errors. Both of those errors costly. Both of them uh, came in that, uh, well, was it that eighth inning? Yeah. And uh, put runners in scoring position, and it uh, it was it was really tough to keep runners uh, from on third base from scoring in that inning. Uh, looking at the, uh, uh, the Lipscomb, uh, You've got uh, Rudy Max, uh, Maxwell, the uh, left fielder, uh, with two hits. He is the only uh, uh, player in the uh, Lipscomb lineup with multiple hits. The RBIs, uh, there are two of them. One goes to Trace Wilhoyt, the third baseman, and the other uh, goes to... Uh, pinch hitter, Lundgren. Yeah, the, the pinch hitter, Lundgren. That was in the... Uh, in the uh, Ninth inning, yes. Uh, with the uh, with the sacrifice fly, over on the Blue Raiders side, uh, four hits, and to say that they got scattered, I think is uh, uh, pretty much uh, on point. The only Raiders uh, with hits, Brian Dillingham, uh, has uh, one hit in two at bats, and uh, the hitting star for the uh, the Raiders today. Brett Coker, the third baseman, goes three for four. In the, the pitching, uh, uh, you've got uh, combined uh, four hitter, uh, four hit shutout by five Lipscomb pitchers. Uh, Michael Dunkelberger, the starter, goes five innings. Thought he was pretty good. Uh, no runs on two hits, one walk, and a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Noah Thompson, the third pitcher, goes one and a third. He struck out three Blue Raiders. Trey Nordman comes on for the ninth and uh, uh, strikes out two, gets the save. That's his first of the year. Uh, over on the Blue Raider side, Trent Siebert, uh, who had been pitching in some pretty bad luck his first two outings, comes uh, comes in and throws a really nice ball game. Goes six and a third, no runs on three hits, no walks. That's pretty significant. Six strikeouts. Jaden Ham, uh, not so fortunate. He goes uh, two and two thirds, gives up uh, three runs. Uh, only two of them earned on two hits, two walks, one strikeout, and he takes the loss. So Thompson uh, uh, is now two and zero oh for the Bisons. Ham is two and one, and for Nordman, that's his first save. As you said, uh, two hours thirty six minutes. Tenants uh, eleven seventy five, and uh, that's it for uh, for this ball game. It's time to go to Chattanooga tomorrow. Raiders play Western Carolina tomorrow. That's a five o'clock start. The game will not be on radio. However, it will be live streamed, and you can pick it up uh, on our website or on the Varsity Network. Bob Jameson will be there, and then Bob's going on to Mobile for the three game series with South Alabama. That will be Friday. 
Saturday, Sunday, Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, Sunday at 1, and all of those games uh, I think will be on radio. We'll check and see. And then next Tuesday, one week from tonight, the Raiders will be uh, in Tuscaloosa to play the Alabama Crimson Tide. That will be a 3 o'clock ball game. So that's going to wrap it up here. Lipscomb winning goes to 4-3. and three. The Raiders losing go to 3-6 and six on the season. For my partner, John Cattle, for our studio producer, who has been Zach Woodard, this is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you with Lady Raider basketball tomorrow night at 6 o'clock from the Murphy Center on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. This is Dick Palmer, voice of Blue Raider Baseball. We're excited to be on News Radio WGNS. Follow each pitch of the season on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, the flagship station for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Deep right field. Nobody's going to get that one. That one is out of the ballpark. And the Raiders continue to pile on the runs. Your exclusive home for Blue Raider Baseball, News Radio WGNS.